Ratchaloon. Cornbread. What, uh, do we got time to do this before you go work out? Yeah. I mean. I meet them at nine. Well. 723. That's one thing I've noticed about you. I'm going to work out at nine or I'm meeting them at eight, the friends you work out with. Mm Mm-hmm. That you leave at the time you said you was meeting them. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with that? I never do that though. I've like never done that. That's so it's like not you, even real. <laughs> you do that every single time. Mm-mm. Absolutely, you do. No, a hundred percent. No, a I, lot of times they'll text me and they'll be like, "Oh, it'd be a little bit later." But I'd already be in the gym pumping, son. Mm-mm. I'd be like. Well, y'all come on whenever you're ready, cause I'm I'm in here doing it. I'm getting down. Mm-mm. I got this. I got this iron melting. This iron's melting, yeah, cause no, I, I ain't gonna I, do that. Cause I've been in here just thumping it. No. You don't never thump it when you get in, no. a, in, in the gymnasium. I don't never thump it. When you get in the gymnasium. What you know about a <clears throat> a fifty state a fifty state step-by-step guide to forming a non-profit charitable organization. <laughs> I mean, this book is... This book is nearly... It's not a book. It's a guide. Well, you call it a book, though. I don't. It, if you get on Amazon and, and type in books, you'll find it inside that uh, category. Yeah, but it's not. It's a guide. But you'll find it in, Look the, at it. in the book. It says right here on the cover... Step-by-step guide to forming, not a step-by-step book. Do they, give the, do they give the dimensions of books on Amazon? Yeah, probably got it on here. Because when I seen that on Amazon... It didn't look this big. I didn't think it was going to be as ginormous yeah, as a, what it is. That's a freaking book right there, man. Yeah. I mean, a guide, my bad. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm uh, I can't wait to dive into this, Jewel. I was like, we got, we got, some, we got a project we about to work on. Oh yeah. Do we not? Mm-hmm. We can't. We can't disclose the details until it's complete. No, I'm pretty sure they can like put it together though. No, no, no. Not not unless you got this big humongous book. God. So you can you can start a nonprofit. You can go through like LegalZoom and all them others. But for me, when I do something, I like to know the why, what, when, why, who, over there, over yonder, upside down, and inside out. Yeah. Like you just, you know, you got to know what's up. You got to know what exactly you're getting yourself into and what uh what you're exactly doing instead of just paying a, paying a fee to say, hey, go do this. Because then if you got a problem with it, and they're like, this is wrong or that's wrong, you you ain't got no idea what anybody's talking about. Yeah. I don't. You don't what? I don't need to know all that. I, if it was me, I'd be on LegalZoom, popping in information. Well, I'm not saying not to use LegalZoom. Yeah, I know. But you can read in depth and understand exactly what it is you're doing. Right? Yeah. Exactly how you're filing all this paperwork, what the paperwork's for, why you're doing it. Know all the ins and outs, man. 
Don't just be an old egg ramus. Be like, I, I got it all situated. You know what I mean? What is an egg ramus? Somebody that's just an old egg head. A long head? <laughs> old long head. <laughs> I ain't heard that in a good minute. So, yeah, I'm excited to dive into this nugget. It's got all 50 states in it. All 50 states. All of them. So, uh, yeah, cool. By Aaron Sanders. You know anything about him? It's A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. Double A. Double O. Double O seven. Double A. Ron. Double A. Ron. It's like the the guide writing James Bond. Yeah. Well, you won the last fishing challenge. Well, you won the last two fishing challenges. No, I didn't go to the last one. Uh, well, the last one, me, yeah, me and Buck and Needland went, but we didn't catch no fish. Yeah. But, but now before that, I didn't even I didn't go to that one either. But the two you went to, well, the two you went to, I've dominated in the course. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't say you dominated a fishing challenge. No, if I can. It, if it's the first of three, and you caught the only fish of the competitors. Okay, I dominated. You can't. How, how how's that domination? You did nothing. I did it all. If if you dominated, it had been like three zip. It was two zip. It was one zip. It was two zip. You caught one fish each time. What? You caught one fish each challenge. No. Yeah. I caught two the last time. Two? Two. I caught one while you was there and one after you left. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the one with Buck. That oh yeah, you did catch two. I was thinking you caught one when your buddies come. No, I caught. So we two. had we had four people on that fishing challenge, mm-hmm. and then on the next we had three. And I dominated the course. What are you catching these fish on? Nope. What what are what are you catching the fish on? Nope. I mean, so we can so we can talk about it. This is an outdoors podcast. Let's talk. Well, let me tell you something. Let's let's talk about how. On one hand, it'd probably be good to talk about it because it's, it is an outdoors podcast. But on the other hand, I know my competitors are listening. So they're going to try to steal my tricks. So. So. <laughs> okay, on the fishing challenges you lost, was you using the same bait? Yeah. Okay, so was, you just got that by luck then? No. Actually, on the fishing challenges I lost, I was using something different. You was? So then why'd you say yeah? Let, let me go ahead and I'll just go ahead and tell y'all how to win a fishing challenge right here. Okay? Remember Prime, you know, something. I'm just knocking challenges out one by one. What you want to do is you want to get your whole, whole flute, not a flute, a kicker curl. Specifically an Ozark Trail kicker curl. It won't work with Zoom or nothing else. It'll only work with the Ozark Trail. Got you a bullet weight. Got an eighth bullet weight. Right. What color? What color what? Kicker curl. <laughs> um, kicker curl. <laughs> <laughs> what color is it? It's a green. Just a Pump, pumpkin seed? Pumpkin seed kicker curl. All right. You run it through the head of that thing like that, come on out, and run it through the bottom. Oh, son, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So how are you fishing? Are You, you leave that. Here's what I'll do. 
is as I'm fishing, I'll cast it out there. And when it hits the water, I'll tighten my line up. Yeah. And I'll just pull back on my fishing pole. Then set it back right. And then you'll have slack in the line. So then I just reel all the slack out. Yeah. Then pull back. So you're letting it go to the bottom. And I, yeah, as, as you got that slack in there, it's sinking down the bottom because of that weight. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So you're letting it go to the bottom, mm-hmm. bringing it up, hitting the bottom, bringing it up, hitting the bottom, bringing it up. Yeah. And it's winning. I, I, I'm so a winner. I saw two of the – this is what's interesting is I saw two of the fish that you caught, and both of them was in real shallow water. Do you think those fish was in the shallow water – and that kicker curl come up to them. They was like, yo, there it is. Or do you think they followed you to shallow water? I like to think they were just sitting there. Yeah. Probably so, if I had to but, guess. But don't forget to tell the people about how I had to show Buck how to fish, too. Now, Buck ain't here, so I ain't going to hate on him. Well, but we Buck, was out there fishing the other day, and Buck goes, there's the biggest fish I've ever seen in my life. He's pumped up out of water, but he won't bite this frog. You got to be conscious of shaking this table around, son. You shaking the table around, the mic's going, boom, 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 boom. Are your headphones not working? Yeah, they are. But then you don't hear the racket you're he's making? Like, he's like, they won't bite this frog. And I was like, Psh, let me come over. I'll catch him. And Buck showed me where he was, and I cast out there, nothing. And they like, Little old pat like a patch of grass out in the, out in the pond. Yeah, and I tossed it over there, and I mean it went just a little bit past that patch of grass. That was good. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to swim by that. And I'm reeling the sun. It comes swimming by that patch, and and he bit it. Was it the same fish Buck was talking about? It ain't, but I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. Well, it wasn't a. I mean, what what a two and a half pounds. Five. No, it wasn't no five pounds. It, it, it had it was at least three, and if you don't think it was, then you don't know what weight is. Um, it's probably two and a half pounds. I'm gonna give it three to five. No, no way, son. It's def- it definitely was three. No, I'll say two and a half. We're gonna have to get a, a scale if you're gonna act like this. If you're gonna act like this, if you're gonna act ridiculous like this, it was that fish was three pounds. Whatever, dude. Whatever. We're going. We're going. That's have fine. To. Let's go get a scale. I'll go out there and I'll catch him again, and then we can weigh him. We're we're about to have to raise the stakes on this fishing challenge deal here. It's it's got to be for something now because you're you're acting silly. You're acting silly and you ain't taking it serious. <laughs> I'm you, the only one taking it serious. I'm <laughs> the only one out here catching fish, man. You you, you won two times, and. I'd, I'd been annihilating y'all. You literally gave up when it was me, you, and my buddies. You left. You said, he's smoking us. I, had I to might go. as well get out of here. I had to go, son. I had stuff to do Psh. around the house. Psh. I mean, I had, I, had, I had stuff I had to knock out. I was out. taking you to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, we're about to up the ante on this. Well, it's going to have to be oh, like had, a... After you left, they was mad because me and my buddy Michael were out there. And we sat in the truck for probably 30 or 45 minutes. And my buddy Hunter, he stayed out there the whole time. I mean, just casting away. Fishing with the same thing I'm fishing with. And I mean, I get out of the truck, walk over there. 
the first cast I do, catch one. Then I just go sit on the tailgate of the truck. <laughs> and Hunter comes over, he's like, we're leaving. I'm tired of this. <laughs> Look, no. not, none of yours skill. is skill. None of it's skill. All of it's skill. So, you're, you're winning the fishing challenges this summer mm-hmm. so far. Now, once, once uh, I'd say what? Uh, Labor Day, we'll slack off on the fishing challenges, something like that. We got about a month till squirrel season starts, and we got to fire them dogs up, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking cut it loose on them, boy. Cut it loose. I'm I'm ready for that. I'm ready to see what old Miho got. Me too. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet right now? Right now, no more effort than you put in that dog. I bet you a twenty. I bet you a twenty-five dollar Bass Pro gift card. Got one in my wallet. That, <laughs> I'll bet you that because I also have a twenty-five dollar. <laughs> do, do you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> That was very odd. <laughs> hey, every redneck walks around with a $25 Bass Pro gift card. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen if I lose. You're just going to get $25 because I ain't driving all the way to Cabela's to get you a gift card. You can order it online. Send it to me. Just like this 50-state step-by-step guide to forming a nonprofit charitable organization. I'll give you $25, and you just go up there and put it on that card. Can you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? Why Why would I put it on my own card? Why don't I just spend it? Then just do that. <laughs> but anyway. Let's be honest. Are you ever going to go to Cabela's? Oh, uh, you know, I went there. No. I went there. I had I had a graduation gift in mind for you uh, to buy for you, and I went there to get it. A bass and they, tracker? And they did. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they didn't have it. So I'm hoping I'm going to get it for you. It's a gift I've been wanting to get for you for a while. I'm going to end up getting it for you sooner or later. And when it come, when I get it, boy, you're going to be like, you're going to love it. But they didn't have it. Um, I was going to get it for you during Christmas. They had it, and the dad blasted wait was so long to get it. Now, now I got to think about what it is. Hmm, what would you wait for in line at Cabela's? What would you have to wait in line to do? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm, there ain't but one thing you have to wait in line to do. If if it's busy holiday season, other than check out. That's what I was going to say. It wasn't say. checking out. I don't know then. But anyhow, <clears throat> so yeah, I bet you a $25 Bass Pro Shop gift card that Miho, the first deer he sees, he is going to skin it back. Nope. I bet you. I know for a fact he's going to do it. That is a gamey dog. That is a gamey dog. And you ain't put no work into him. And the first trashy thing he sees, he is going to skin it back i bet he don't i bet he does i guarantee i'll tell you exactly what he'll do well it depends on if he's with girl or not i think that if he's with girl he's gonna stay with girl the whole time 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna stay with his mama the whole time. But and if we separate the two, and like me and you go somewhere, and maybe Buck and G Money go somewhere else or something like that, I don't know how he's gonna act. But that would be a waste of time. What would? He needs to learn what he's out there to do first. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't this ain't gonna be a walk at the beach. We ain't going to the dog park. We getting in the woods, son. Yeah, I know. We ain't, we ain't toting a frisbee out there or a tennis ball. <laughs> we getting in the woods, son. I'll take a frisbee. But I guarantee you, the first deer he comes across, he is gonna lay it back I just as will. fast as he can go. Well, I'll and, take your bet. You're gonna regret. <laughs> I bet he does. Watch and see. I know a dog, son. I know a dog. Oh. I can look at a dog's face, and I, I bet you I can look at a dog's face and tell you what that joker's going to do. You know I'm right, too. You got a deer running face. <laughs> <laughs> that dog right there run water trash all night long. Do you know what water trash is? No. Really? It's yes, a, for real. <laughs> a beaver an, an otter, otter a mink what are the odds of something running an otter hey i tell you none if an otter gets gone i guarantee you if miho sees an otter and that thing wants to run on land he'll chase it and the otter will slap turn around and mess him up i don't know an otter believe that a muskrat all that's water trash I mean, have I've never even seen an otter. Yeah, I've seen quite a few. They're not like here where we live. They're not like extremely plentiful. But I've seen quite a few. Buck's seen a mink, ain't he? He said he's seen it. I, I mean, I believe him. And the way what he described happened, you know, uh, in our, our up here in northwest Georgia, that's, that's dang rare. Rare to see Very that. Very rare. A weasel. A weasel? What weasel. about a weezer? Oh. Wow, weezer. Speaking of music, oh. speaking of music, you went to hunt Cooney down in the dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you went to Huntsville, Alabama. Correct. About for the whole weekend. Yeah, left Friday night. Made me a nervous wreck, son. A nervous I was a nervous wreck while you was gone. I don't know why you get so nervous. I know well, I you know ba- how to, you my baby boy. I know that. Him just a little baby boy. I'm surprised you didn't call me more times than you did. I tell you what, you if mess around and don't answer the phone and you fur off. I'll be there. <laughs> I guarantee you I could get to Huntsville a lot quicker than y'all did. Yeah, I bet you could do. I'll be like Miho running the deer, son. I'll be skint back. <laughs> be skint back. We took the longest route you could take because it was nothing but back roads. But I did was y'all 100% do, okay with that. Did y'all do that intentionally? Yeah. You didn't want to get on the interstate? That's, I don't I don't care nothing about traveling the interstate. Some people... I like seeing the world. Yeah, some people... If it takes me an hour longer to get somewhere... But I'm seeing the world. Yeah. I'd rather do that. You know, an hour longer, really, when you're traveling, going somewhere, is an just, hour. Just really add to the experience. Is an hour really that big of a deal? I mean, it ain't like we was in no rush. Yeah. I mean, the concert didn't start till 
seven thirty on Saturday. And y'all went up on a Friday. Mm-hmm. We, we I think we left the house what about probably left about seven thirty. Yeah, y'all probably, left yeah, late. About seven seven thirty. No, no, you didn't. You actually left five minutes early. Y'all was gonna leave at seven. You left at six fifty five. Yeah. Yeah, y'all actually left early. I think we got there about about nine thirty. 945. So, so before we tell the people what you went to Huntsville for, right? You was gone Friday evening till pretty much early Sunday evening. What what was your? Yeah, I think we got back to that about seven, six thirty-five, seven something yeah, like that. You got you got home just in time for supper. Yeah. Um. What was your overall? experience of traveling from dallas georgia to huntsville alabama that's that's northern alabama let me let me tell you and staying there and i I probably told michael this three or four times michael's your buddy now you went with a group of friends yeah and y'all all right i told michael this the whole time we we got through cedar town like when we hit cedar town cedar town I felt like we never come out of it until we got to Huntsville. Okay, so when you when you hit Cedartown, Georgia, yeah, that's a rural community. And it was nothing but rural community right. from Cedartown till you got to Huntsville. Right. And, we and then le- when you hit Huntsville, it's like going through Atlanta. Really? There's so many turns and weird road signs. Like there was a road sign there and we got to it. Michael goes, What's even going on right here? But it's a road sign, and it's like at a it's at an angle. You got two roads coming at you from the right, like you don't even know where they're going. And then you got two roads going. You got your road, and then the other road. It's it's weird, but this stop sign or this stoplight had four stoplights. One, two of them were facing us, and one of them was on the same pole, but looking the other way. But the light. Like, our light would be green, and their light would be green. Hmm. And then their light would, like, flash yellow while on green. And it would flash yellow while on red. And Michael's like, I don't know if that stoplight's tore up or what, but I don't know what to do with that I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you get a picture of it? No. Our light was like a normal light. Yeah. But that light, like, before... And it wouldn't do it the whole time. It would, like, flash yellow for a little while. But it would be green and then change to red. And mm-hmm. then once it was on red for, like, five seconds, the green would go away. Right. I, I didn't. It's like a so, Christmas so tree. Huntsville's, what, what, would you say it was north-central Alabama? Like, it's not central of the state, but it's about center of the state of Alabama north. Yeah. Yeah. And If uh, anything... A little bit to the east. So what you're saying is it was just rule. And like Huntsville's the, like the last place before Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So you would say it you just went all back roads and it was just rule. How many mm-hmm. cornfields did you see? Did you count them? All of them. Every cornfield and there was. Every time we went by one, I'd go, yata, um, tata, um, tata, you know? Oh, you, Just like, like corn, the band. Boom. <laughs> I'd go, twist. <laughs> You're an idiot, son. You're an idiot. <laughs> Feeling like a freak on a leash. Wow. 
So you've seen all the cornfields. What anything else interesting you seen? Uh, there was deer just everywhere. Really, me in and the, Michael in the actually come. Yeah, me and Michael. It was like, pro- it was probably right at eight o'clock. It was like right. It was about to get dark. Dusk. Dusk. Me and Michael were going down the road, and it's like right when you go over into Alabama, and there was like a deer just laying in the middle of the road. It's probably been hit by a car. No, there was like three or four deer just laying in the road. You talking about on Highway Nine? No, you went four eleven. Yeah, I don't no, know. We, we went a different way there than we come back. Oh, did you go through Rome when you went there? Yeah, we went through Rome to get there. Okay, so you went Highway Twenty out of Rome, mm-hmm. and then it becomes Alabama Highway Nine. But but the road we turned off of Highway Nine off of, mm-hmm. it was like I don't I can't remember the name of the road now, but we stayed on it for like I want to say like twenty or thirty something miles. But I mean, as soon as you turned onto it, we were probably we probably passed three cars on that road. Did y'all? So you went over Lake Wise going there? Then? Yeah, okay. going there we did. So you went through Cedar Bluff and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All but right. we come up on a spot and there were just like three deer laying in the road. Really? Yeah. In the highway. Yeah, we like had to come to a complete stop and they got up and walked off the road. Well, you you know how Alabama is, so that don't surprise me about their deer. And we went through Fort Payne. And I ain't never been through Fort Payne. Right. But they got a store in Fort Payne just called Hammers. Hammers? And we were going to go to it on our way back because I wanted to check it out. Is it like a convenience store? Uh, like a, I, I'm assuming it's like an Ace Hardware. Oh, really? It was big, and the well, sign just said Hammers with a hammer. Well, it might somebody's last name might be Hammer. Yeah, I don't this think so. Ha- hammer store. I'm assuming it's probably like a Ain't hardware store. Ain't you ever heard store. of MC Hammer? Yeah, I, maybe, maybe I that guarantee was, this had nothing to do with him. Maybe that's where you, that, maybe the, he sold them big old baggy britches. But it is right next to the Alabama Hall of Fame and Museum. The music band Alabama. Yeah. Now that's where you should have stopped. We we were going to, but it was only open from one to four on Sunday. Three we, three hours. Yeah. Plus we didn't go through Fort Payne to get back. They, they ain't being serious about their museum, are they? No. So when you was did you? I'm assuming you crossed over Lake Gunnersville mm-hmm. in Scottsboro. That big old bridge. That's a uh, big iron bridge. Is that still there? Yeah. Did y'all go over that yeah, bridge? Yeah, we went over that on the way there. Was you like, whoa, cuz, what's up with this bridge? Yeah, Mike told me, he's like, there's a big bridge up here. And we went over it, and I'm like, wow. Let me tell you a story about We went Sc- over the Tennessee River. Let me too. tell you a story about Scottsboro one time, son. We was, me and a buddy of mine was about to go coon hunting up in Rome. And uh, we were sitting there flipping through the Coon Hound Bloodlines magazine, UKC magazine. And I said, Dad, boom, there's an RQE hunt in Scottsboro, Alabama, just playing around, you know, tonight. We ought to go over and win that hunt, just playing around, old buddy Pete. He said, you think Tar win that hunt? That, that was his dog, Tar. Big old humongous walker dog, son. I'm talking about a biggin'. And I said, shoot, yeah, if we go, I'm just running my mouth. I'm not. If we go, I'll win it. We'll win. We'll win the whole thing. If I'm driving all the way to Scottsboro, Alabama, it's to win the whole thing. World qualifying event, you win that. You have to qualify 
in the qualifier to go to the world hunt, the mm-hmm. world championship hunt. He said, well, shoot, let's go. I said, well, let's load him up. Hopped in the truck, headed straight to Scottsboro, Alabama. Got there maybe 10 minutes before the deadline to sign up. Signed up. Went out there. Went to the muddiest, swampiest cotton field I'd ever seen in my life that, that was in this big, humongous creek bottom. And just had these rows of trees, and it was just cotton fields everywhere else. And uh, cut loose, and old Tar got in there about three miles, crossed over a railroad track, and that dog was so loud we could hear him tree. I swear it was three miles away, but it, but it was all flat country. It ain't like around here, you know. We got hills and ridges, and over there down in that bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, all of Scottsboro ain't like that, but down in that bottom, it was all flat land. And um, Otar got in there and got treating. The other dogs got just out of the pocket, too, and was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. We walked to Tar. He had a coon. We come, And the hunt was over. He had one coon. He had a 100-plus a hundred and 125-plus for the coon. 225 plus we went back and that one tree won that whole hunt <laughs> won the whole dad blasted hunt son dang i'm talking about the whole hunt we won the whole hunt we drove from, <laughs> i get it we, we went from, on a whim being old smart mouth fool we loaded up drove all the way there Made one tree and won the whole dad blasted hunt. Come on to the house with a trophy about five foot tall with just big old cheese eating green <laughs> coming all the way back. But yeah, I always remember that bridge in Scottsboro. When we go duck hunting at Gunnersville or whatever, that bridge. It's been a long time since I've been there though. All right, so now you're through Scottsboro. I had to give you a Scottsboro story. I don't even know if they got an RQE hunt there anymore. I don't, I don't know. But anyhow, busted off. Went over the Tennessee River. Right. That, that right. is what it's about. Right. Of course, I had to take a picture and then post it everywhere with Tennessee yeah. River by Alabama. Plant. Tennessee River and the mountain. Man. And we, we went by the Paint Rock River. Yeah. And I had to play Michael some, what, what's that joker's name? Something Shepherd. That Do You Want to Go to Heaven song? Where it says all of us were down by the banks of the Paint Rock River. Oh, I don't know. That's a good song. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you want to go to heaven? Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. Who sings that? I can't remember. Hmm. But it's a good it's a good song. Yeah, it's a good I seen a sign, and I was like, oh, I got, yeah. I got a song for that, too. All right, so now, now you're in Huntsville. Now you're in Huntsville. Y'all had a a free hotel room mm-hmm. at the Hilton, right? The Embassy Suites. Embassy Suites. Now, what's the difference? That's like the place. You gonna have to. You gonna have to set me up. What's an Embassy like Suite? Your Hilton. Yeah. Is just hotel rooms. Okay. Like all of them are the same. Your Embassy Suites. Your whole first and second floor ain't nothing but big suites. Okay. That's like like the big rooms and stuff. 
So what, like what'd you have like a bedrooms. couch and a table and we had we in our room we had a couch, a table, a chair, a desk, a chair, two big like forty eight inch flat screen TVs. Two TVs. A bedroom and all kinds of stuff. So the so the bed was separate from the everything mm-hmm. else? Wow. I had a I had a bathroom, a bedroom and a living room type deal. Really? Yeah, had a, a fridge in it, a coffee maker, a sink, all that microwave, a good number of stuff. It wasn't very big, mm-hmm. but it was nice. Wow. So, you're in Huntsville. Now tell the people why you went to Huntsville, Alabama. Because I heard about this for weeks upon weeks of on end. What? was the deal with Huntsville, Alabama. Tell these people why you made this trip. Well, how long did it take you? Two and a half hours to get there? Yeah. My, yeah. My, well, about three. So not that it's like a humongous trip, no. but but a trip nonetheless. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't went over to see old, old Rocket Randall, you know. Hank. Oh, oh, Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams Jr. Ooh. Now, you had been... To one other concert previous in your life. Colt Ford, son. Colt. Colt. At the freaking, what is it, the North Georgia State Fair? The North Georgia State Fair. And then, you know that that you pay to get in the fair. Yeah. And you can just walk up in the, in the show there. A concert nonetheless, but not like the, okay, here I am. Here's my ticket, you know. Where, let me go find my seats and see what my seats look like and, you know, this and that and that and this. So this was your first show enough concert. Mm-hmm. Hank Williams Jr. Do you know I seen Hank Williams Jr. in 1994? Yeah, you told me. Me and my buddy Kenneth at the Buckmaster Jamboree in the Georgia Dome. It was... Hank Williams Jr., Charlie Daniels, Martina McBride, and somebody else. I don't remember who it was. We seen Hank Williams Jr. And that joker liked to brought the dome down, son. I'm talking like to brought the dome down. But now I'll tell you, when I seen him, he got into the deep cuts. New South. Tennessee is a long way to Hollywood. He got into the deep cuts when I went. Tell us about your show. Yeah, he didn't get into the deep cuts. I can tell you that. Up deep as he got was like OD in Denver, and that really ain't a deep cut. No, that's not a deep I cut. Mean, yeah, but that 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 was that was my favorite one. So tell us. I mean, set it up. Was it in a a big it venue? Was, it was an amphitheater. amphitheater. What's the name? The Orion Amphitheater. Orion Amphitheater. And we we sat in section one, row seven. So so you, we was seven sections. We were seven seats back from right, the stage. Right. So we had like so some you, of the best seats. So you could see them good. Oh yeah. How did y'all afford tickets of that nature? <laughs> That's the good part right there. So the original tickets were like 180 bucks a piece, and that was at the very top on the very left. So nosebleeds. Pretty much. So if an amphitheater is outside, 
Was there any lawn tickets, or was this thing just built? Well, they call them floor tickets. Okay. So we buy these ones up high and to the left. Still, when I got there, I was like, dang, them still some pretty good seats. Right. Because, I mean, it ain't very huge. Yeah. So, I mean, you still have been able to see it good and everything. But, so we, we buy them, and they never send them the tickets, send us the tickets. So my buddy Michael, he's talking to him on the phone and stuff, and they give him his money back and like 20%. So he's got his money back plus a little extra. Yeah. So we buy a little closer ones in section eight on the floor. So we, we would have been just farther back than what we were. And they never sent us the tickets. So they're supposed to be sending them on your phone. Yeah, they're coming electronically. See, that's what I tell y'all about that. But anyhow, I ain't going to get off on that. Go ahead. But then, you can just send me my Cabela's card on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) But, so they never send them to us. So he calls them again. And they're like, well, we're going to do the same thing, you know, give you that money back plus another 20, all that stuff. And then they're like, we're going to give you, we're going to refer you to one of our, what they call a hot seller, which is like one of their top sellers on their website. See, it's like people selling you these tickets okay. through this website. It's called StubHub. Okay. But, so they refer us to that guy, and then we buy tickets on the floor, section one, row seven, seats one and two. And they send them to us within like 10 minutes. Okay. So we had secured our tickets, some so of the y'all, best tickets in the house. So due to a, some type of technicality, you got to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And due to a technicality on that, you got to upgrade again. So StubHub was giving you all this extra 20% each time, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So y'all got some really great seats. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So, so bust it off. Who was with him? The opener was David Lee Murphy. Why wow, I feel like I feel like he don't even I don't he even don't think count. he I don't even so he's, <laughs> and he's, let me tell you he's not a tater tot. So glad he didn't sing any of his songs. I bet you because I wouldn't. didn't know any of his songs, but Dust on the Bottle, and he sung like songs he wrote for Jason Aldean and so he's a Kenny big songwriter. Yeah, whatnot. he he's a songwriter. Yeah, he still was pretty good. Yeah, I mean like he sung Big Green Tractor. Now we can't forget you went to the Clint Black show. We can't forget that. Yeah, Clint Black's above David Lee Murphy. By far. I agree with you on that, Lick. A lot. I agree with you on that. Okay. so But But he did. He sung his good ones like Party Crowd and Dust on the Bottom. Well, how was he? I mean, was it a good Uh, He was good. good He was real good. Yeah. I had a conspiracy that I don't think it's actually really David Lee Murphy. That guy looked way too young to be David Lee Murphy. You thought it was a lookalike or something? I think it was. Really? I really do. And I'm standing by that. But <laughs> There's anyway. always got to be something to something you do. It just <laughs> can't anyway. be the real thing. It, it can't, can't be simple. Look up David Lee Murphy, and then it wasn't him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so he come out about 7.30, and he played till about 8, or not 8, about 8.30. Yeah. And then there was like 20 minutes there where they was getting the stage ready and everything. And then Hank probably come on about 8, about 9, probably 8.45, 9. Yeah, and I think he played, and I, I could. We sat good where you could see the timer for the show, and it said like seventy six minutes on it. 
pretty, it's gonna be a pretty long time. Yeah. Oh, so it was like counting it down. Yeah. To, for how long he, went he was like going to play? Fifteen minutes over the time limit. He did. Yeah, he just kept going. So Hank Williams Jr. I think is like seventy three. He's, he's seventy three. So I mean, he come he, out and he was wearing a hat that said Icon across the top. And he said, y'all get ready to see the guy who wrote the song. And then busted into that, Are You Ready for the Country by Hank Williams Jr. Or not by Hank Williams Jr., by uh, Waylon Jennings. Yeah. And then he then he went into like OD in Denver. And, right. But he, he did real good. So, I mean, the overall show, what do you, what do you give him? Would you? I mean, what do you give him? Would you go see him again? Oh yeah. Would you? Would you spend the time and money that it took you to get there and back and do it again? I don't think I'd travel no more than about three hours. Right. Like if he was in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, that's probably about the only yeah. places I'd go to see him. Right. Hmm. I mean, a one out of ten, I'm gonna give him eleven and a half. Eleven it, it, and a half. It was way better than I thought it would be. Because I talked to some people that had been to Hank Jr. concerts, and, you know, he's, like, really old. Yeah. And he's getting into all this blues and stuff and calling yeah. himself Thunderhead Hawkins and <laughs> some stuff like that and wearing fedoras and all that. And I didn't want to see none of that. I wanted him to go out so, there. So he didn't come at you with Thunderhead Hawkins? No. He literally come out and, was, and literally said, y'all get ready for Rockin' Randall. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be pretty good. So, the, I mean, this Joker has got t- two alter egos. He's got more than that. He's got Rockin' Randall, Thunderhead Hawkins. He's got uh, Stormy. I figured that out. Didn't even know about that one. And yeah, it's, Wow. Yeah, it's weird. I bet he wore probably eight or nine different hats. Really? Mm-hmm. So... One out of ten, you give it eleven and a half. Yeah, it was really good. I don't. I mean, I don't think you can do that, son. I just did. I, but I don't think you should. It was better than the best. I I don't think you should. All right. So you have three concerts under your belt. You have three. What Col- are the three? Colt Ford, Clint Black, and Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, I ain't gonna call that Clint Black on a concert. So, surely. As much as, and I've seen Colt Ford twice, as much as I enjoy a Colt Ford show, I don't think, I don't think that you giving Hank an 11 and a half out of those three, at Hank being 73 years old, is is fair to any of them. They need to get better, I so, guess. I so. mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, he was better. Okay. I would much rather see Hank Williams Jr. right now than Colt Ford oh, 10 years ago. Well, absolutely, 100%. But what I'm saying is 11 and a half. You got, to, you got to hone in your ratings a little bit better. I was expecting you to say an 8.9. No. Or a 9.1. That was one. way better than I thought it was going to be. Really? So it way exceeded better. your expectations. What did you think it was going to be? I literally thought it was going to be him coming out there and like sitting on a stool. Acoustic style? No, not acoustic style, but like him just sort of sitting on a stool or just sort of walking around and stuff. Nah, he was like up there like getting into it. I mean, this Joker busted out the fiddle, son. Right. Like he was in the middle of Kalaja and I mean just busted out a fiddle. 
And then he, he'd take it, and when he got down with he took that fiddle and just slung it across the stage, and some guy caught it. Not a guy in the audience, a guy right. on the stage. And I, I figured out something. I would not want to be the guy that has to keep running guitars back and forth to Hank Williams Jr. Why? That seems like a rough job. I mean, this guy's like, I mean, he would like run out there and strap it on him. And then take the other one? Take the other one and then walk away. Yeah. Like he was catching, the, caught the fiddle and he threw it and everything. And you could tell the guy was like, whoa, I didn't even know he was going to throw that fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the fiddle one way and threw the bow the other way. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had fun. I did. I'm glad you What What else y'all do other than the concert? Uh, that's all we did that night. We went. Well, I'm talking the whole weekend. Oh, well, after the concert, we got back to the hotel room. We door dashed some Sonic. I ain't had Sonic in forever. So you ordered food to the hotel? Yeah. Huh. You didn't think you could do that? Well, I thought that DoorDash, like, they went to people's houses and stuff. No, you can go on DoorDash and be like, I'm at this hotel, this floor, this room number, and they bring it straight to the room. Wow. There you go. Heck yeah. Technology. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even order food on my phone. <laughs> So I mean, then that, all, all day y'all was there all day Saturday before the concert. What y'all do? Oh yeah. So Sunday, Michael's mom, which is she works there, so she knows just like everything that's going on. Yeah. She was like, "There's a hunting and fishing expo going on on the first floor, or on the second floor." Mm-hmm. Like, Dang. Let's go to that. So me and Michael went down there and walked around that for probably two hours, two or really? three hours. It was like, a, have you ever been like the G-O-N or the, that's probably what I'd compare it to. It's about the same size as the G-O-N. Outdoor, Outdoor Blast. Blast. It's a convention. Yeah. Yeah. Hunting and fishing convention. That's the third one I've been to this year that's like that. Right. And they all have just about the same. I actually sent a lot of the same people at those. Oh, you did? Which I'm sure those people do that a lot. Yeah, they travel it around. Like when we went to the NWTF convention, there was a guy, I can't remember the name of it, Buck bought a duck call from him. Mm-hmm. That same guy was there. Oh, okay. And cool. of course, I always buy something from the Legacy Game Calls. Yeah. I bought a squirrel call. Pretty uh, sweet. I can't, yeah. You got that out, it looked like a little gobble tube. That's uh, like a little gobble tube? I'm like, no, it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> a little squirrel <laughs> call. So, yeah. All right. So, here within the last year, within the last, right at the last year, you have traveled more in the last year than you had your entire life. Did you realize that? You went to Panama City. You went to Nashville. And you went to Huntsville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Out of those three cities, Cooney down in the dirty, rate those three cities. Now, of course, you spent the most time in Huntsville. Then the second was Panama City. Yeah. And then the least amount of time was Nashville. I'm going to have to rate Nashville like out of those three, out of a ranking of one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I want to put Nashville at three. Okay. For the time being because I have I didn't really get to see the city that much. So Nash, Nashville didn't get in a fair shake. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're so they're at three by default. Yeah. Okay. Number two, I'm gonna put Panama because I did like it, 
Mm-hmm. But it's surrounded by the beach, and I don't like the beach. <laughs> and it just gives you that. It there's a lot of seafood and that tropical feel going on, and I just I ain't with the tropical feel. Hmm. So I'm gonna give Huntsville number one. Number one. Okay. So why you explained why Panama was number two? Huntsville. Yeah. Because I know I can get on the road in about ten minutes, standing in the middle of a cornfield, <laughs> like. And really, for it to be as a city like it was, there mm-hmm. wasn't that many people. Yeah. Well, I, I remember I went to the the dog races one time in Pan, outside of Panama City, and I want to say there was a bunch of woods and whatnot there on the other side of Panama City. I don't know the name of them. But now there is one thing that the Panama City has on Huntsville, and that's a Cat Mandersons. Because Cat Mandersons was pretty good. That's good, wasn't it? The only place we ate at in Huntsville was Sunday with Michael's mom. We went to a place called, I can't never, it's Baumhauer's. Or, it's like, I, I just called it Boomhauer. But it's like a like a sports bar and grill type thing. Right. I, and I ate some chicken wings. Mm-hmm. And they have this stuff called gooey fries. It's got It's like curly fries with like American cheese melted on it and bacon bits. Probably the best thing I've ever ate in my life. Really? Yeah. And you don't remember the name of the place? I just told you. It was like Baumhauer's. I can't remember exactly how you say it. It's like B-A-H-U-M-E-E. Sports bar. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you my rating uh, of Hank Williams Jr. in 1994. Now, I'm sure in 1994, see, I would have been 18 years old in 94, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 18. I'm sure I probably would have said that he was an 11.5. As you should. Back then. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it and being able to compare it to a wide variety. Well, maybe if I have more variety in my bag, concerts, it might go down. I'm going to say he was easily an 8.9. you got to think the only other person I've ever seen is Colt Ford. And Clint Black. I find it interesting that you keep forgetting Clint Black, especially on that one podcast, how you made him out to be a tater tot. He is. And, He's a definitely a tater and tot. He, he really ain't that count, but you keep forgetting about him, which strengthens what I say. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Colt Ford's more of a tater tot than Clint Black. And I don't care what anybody has to say. <laughs> so, I would give... The 1994 Buckmaster's Jamboree <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. concert, an 8.9. Okay. And that's only because he got into the deep cuts. Now, if he would have come out there and it would have been all the Country Boy Can't Survive and the all my rowdy friends and, and all that kind of stuff, it probably would have been a 7.1. He made it very clear that all my rowdy friends was the number one selling country music video he made that very clear yeah i mean i bet he said it 20 times but when it comes to hank williams jr like his deep cuts that's where it's at yeah now okay you got country boy can survive that that's undeniable a hundred percent undeniable right Mm mm-hmm um you, and he's got a lot of other classic songs that are undeniable that 
when they come on, they're good, and you know every one of them. But his deep cuts, Ajax Mountain, they're all in Alabama, the New South, all those songs. I've got rights. Like if he would have come out there and sung "I've Got Rights." Yeah. One that one that ain't been on. Well, I I would say probably I probably think I like Country State of Mind more than I like Country Boy Can Survive. I could see that. You know what I mean? But you can't you can't beat the New South when he come out with that record, the New South. That's when everything turned around for him. Cause you know he he basically sung his daddy's songs and this and that and that and this. But when he come out with the new South, that's when it was on. So, so if you were to go, what what are your bucket list concerts, or do you even have any anymore? I want to see Jamie Johnson. That's it. it. That's the only person out there that I, that I'd really care to go see. And I don't know what's the deal with y'all people. And I'm just going to say it. That Cody Jenks, I don't get it. He really ain't that good. I don't get it. That Blackberry Smoke, I don't, pretty good. I don't get it. They're pretty good. Tyler, uh, Tyler Chigger. Tiger Chigger. <laughs> Tiger Chigger. Tyler Chigger. <laughs> Tiger chair. I don't get it. I had a chance to go see Waylon probably around 90. It was probably around the same time, 94, 95, 96. And why not? I can't remember why I didn't end up going. But, man, I wish I would have. Man, I wish I would have. I tell you, I think my bucket list concerts are Jamie Johnson. Yeah. I want to go see the Oak Ridge Boys before they fall out. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, and I want I want to see. They got maybe two good songs. By the way, don't waste your time or your money. The Oak Ridge Boys are all all hype. That's old school eighties. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going for that. Like they're they're doing their their gospel tour right now. Oh, okay. Well, I ain't never their front porch sitting tour. I, ain't I mean, heard. they 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 probably throw their Alvira's and their Bobby Sue's. Now in there. you want to talk about a gospel album? So I want I, I want to see the Oak Ridge Boys, and you know they come into Hiawassee, so you know, uh, Johnny Johnson. I, I'd like I'd like to go see Jason Aldean because I don't care what anybody says. Jason Aldean, pretty good. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Jason Aldean, pretty good. I'm going to say he's one of my top ten favorite artists. What What about a, a rock and roll band? Rock and roll? Rock and roll. I think the only rock and roll bands I'd like to see would be like Metallica, maybe, or Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why would you waste your money on somebody you can't understand? And I waste it on it. I don't waste it on a way. At home. And rolling picture. King Gerald me the I, wicked. I was looking at uh, Pearl Jam on Ticketmaster, and they do like all their stuff, like up in Canada and stuff. The, the only one that's the closest one to us, and it's still really far, is Vermont. So, and the only tickets they have left are like $2,500 a piece. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. 
to go listen to somebody you can't even understand what he's saying. Pearl Jam just come out with a new album this week. Well, Damn good. You, son. Good. It's still going. You can understand what he's saying, so it's not as good, but yeah, still. I'd like to see Jamie Johnson. Next time he comes around, next time he comes within 45 minutes of the house, I'm going to go see him. We should have went see him last time. I wasn't going to deal with that mask stuff. I'm not going to pay $200 and somebody tell me. But I got, think about it. Somebody. Because somebody that we know went, and what happened at the end? They brought David Allen Coe out there. That's probably the last time David Allen Coe will ever leave the house. And I'm we not, missed it. Yeah, but and it was forty five minutes. It was from the right, house. right after when COVID first started settling down, and they was like, "Mask are mandatory. Anybody not wearing a mask will be asked to leave." I'm not spending two hundred dollars for you to tell me what I got to wear. Now I will tell you this: I probably, I've been thinking about, it, and I probably, I might see if my friends and stuff want to go, or if y'all want to go. I'd probably, I'd like to go see Josh Turner. He coming to the fair. I feel yeah. like it'd be worth it to go see him. Alabama's playing with uh, Morgan Wallen in Coleman, Alabama. I'd probably go to that. That'd be a pretty good one. I think that's in August. I'm surprised you didn't go to the Luke Brown and Riley Green concert in Atlanta. Wow. Surprised you wasn't at the new new kids on the block, Salt and Pepper, and Rick Ashley showed it just happened a week or so. Rick Ashley? Yeah. It just happened a week or so. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would go to that. Yeah, surprised you Rick wasn't Ashley, there. he's got, what, one song? I don't know. And he probably come out in the middle of it and just Rick rolled everybody. He's like, I'm never going to give you <laughs> I think the best show i ever seen is probably going to be Aerosmith. And I've seen a lot of shows. It's going to be between Aerosmith and Brooks and Dunn. When Brooks and Dunn was in at their peak, in their peak. Yeah, I don't think a Brooks and Dunn concert would be any count anymore. Are you serious? I don't think it'd be any count anymore. Are you serious? You're dumb as a pile of dang Mississippi mud, son, with a crawfish crawling inside of you. That that they put on a good show. Would you go see Brooks and Dunn those forty five minutes from the house? No, no. I done seen them twice. Okay. See him again? I done seen him twice. I'll go see Jamie Johnson. That's it? That's it. It's the only person you would ever go see. Gotta get back to making love all night. I'd, li- I'd like to go see Aaron Lewis. No, don't waste I mean, no. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't pay no more than about $25 to get in. Mm. But if he'd come to the fair or something, I might ride up there. Mm. Well... Thank you for your report on Huntsville, Alabama, Cooney. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you had travel the world. Like that Anchorman poster right there says, I bring the news to you so you don't have to get it yourself. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Well, I got to go do a little workout. You got to go do a little workout. 22 about time to hit the gym. You about to have to hit it. You going to unload this. You going to upload this now or when you get back? Uh. Probably, I'll probably do it now. Uh, Might as well. Bust it all. We'll do it. We'll holler at y'all. Deuces.